right, y'all. Welcome back to Seattle Lights in the South. So last week's episode, we talked all things proximity to white women. We gave y'all some amazing tips about how to be a better ally. This week, we're going to have a little fun, do a little bridge episode. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about all things growing up Pacific Northwest, Yes. All the things we love about being from the 206. Yes. We'll also be talking a little bit about some of the things that are unique to the Northwest and some of our Caucasian tendencies. So don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast. Give us a Ray five-star review. And without further ado, let's get into the pre-funk. All right, guys, you know what it is. Every week, we got to start off with the pre-funk. Hey, one of these days, we're going to do the pre-funk actually drunk. One of these days. (laughs) (laughs) But unfortunately, today is not that day. Not not today. (laughs) So I just, I was perusing the interwebs, and I just found it funny I was going through and I saw this cat fight and people were really like put aside by this cat fight in the Bath and Body Works. Now, I love Bath and Body Works. Not the Bath and Body Works. I know you love Bath and Body Works. But when I tell you not Nan Brown Girl was fighting, it was two Karens. It was a Karen and a Kathy scrapping over some damn champagne toast. No champagne toast. Girl, some juniper breeze. Girl. And I'm like, what was y'all fighting over? Come to find out, I think she got into it with one of the sales associates. And when I tell you, there's some times that I'm like, of all the places for y'all to be beefing, how you be beefing in the bath and body world? Now, I could understand if it was the candle sale. But But I'm not finna be in the middle of a Pangea fighting over nothing at Bath and Body Works. Now, when I tell you, I might have snuck a few champagne toasts, a little blue midnight citrus, and be like, oh, y'all got it. (laughs) Right, while y'all scrapping, I'm over here collecting my things. Collecting, (laughs) baby. And I was just like, yo. Why are you mad at Bath and Body Works? Like, that's like the adult happy place. Like, how are you upset at Bath and Body Works? It smells like heaven. Some aromatherapy, sniff you some like lavender or something. Relax. Like, come on now. How can you really be beefing at the Bath and Body Works? Like, at the Bath and Body Works. Come on now. I can't. What you got, girl? Girl. We back on this toxic masculinity. No, I'm saying. <laughs> so again. I was perusing the interwebs, you know, Beyonce's internet. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce's daddy was out here again saying outlandish things. So he was asked a question by an interviewer about people comparing Beyonce to Chloe Bailey, which, you know, relevant. Very. But I'll, very. I'll get on that. <laughs> He basically, and I quote, said, who is an idiot enough to compare Beyonce to anybody? Now, listen, I'm 50-50 with him, 50-50, not with this nigga, because he he was really doing too much because 
first of all now if you actually took the time to compare it okay great let's let's have let's 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 compare the points one can we can we agree and acknowledge that chloe bailey is actually mentored and signed to beyonce so why would you think that the creative control would not influence you know what whatever matthew right (laughs) But B is B. You know, we are B stands over here, okay? We are, we are proud platinum members of the hive, okay? I've been in the hive since before Dangerously in Love, so don't do me. Don't do it. I pay my dues monthly, thank you. But I think this whole, like, comparison thing is detrimental but also kind of useful because when you think about chloe bailey she is an amazing performer just like beyonce Mm -hmm. she has vocal range just like beyonce she's giving body just like beyonce so Mm -hmm. i can see why people are comparing her to beyonce especially because she's in a group and she seems to be the standout theatrical performer however this is very detrimental and we always have this conversation with any new generation anyone new coming in just like with jordan and kobe lebron as with anybody yeah the problem with comparison is when you're comparing someone to a great the great is great because they broke down barriers Mm -hmm. for the people coming behind them to do more Yes. So it's unfair to compare them in the sense that one, Chloe hasn't had a, as long of a career as Beyonce. Right. We have no idea where she's going to be when she's <laughs> damn near 40. Like exactly. we have no idea where she's going to be. But I also am upset with this conversation because Chloe Bailey, she is not just an entertainer. She is a musician. Right. Her, she pays instruments and produces all most if not all their music and writes songs yes beyonce writes yes she performed and she no one is touching beyonce performance wise because look once in a lifetime as we've stated but to compare someone that is a performer and entertainer versus someone that has musical ability yeah that supersedes vocal ability it's not the same conversation yeah that's rare that's kind of similar to the conversation we had about comparing dancers with dance ability Mm -hmm. like the way you you can't you can't you can't you can't you you can't separate it you can't separate it you You know that i mean hey that's what it is that that's That's like we stand chloe bailey okay and it's also like the toxic masculinity part of it why do we have to compare women why can't, they just why can't we all be in our lane at the same exact time all at the table at the exact same time and all eating good eating i good. hate it here <laughs> 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 but do you have anything else with this pre-fum girl because we got some real conversation to get into i'm so excited i'm so excited time. now let's, let's close this out let's get to the meat let's get to the body hey guys. let's get it get it get it get it <laughs> Okay, so I'm very excited for this conversation because we're just going to have a moment of just walking down memory lane, 
partially because it's a whole parallelogram outside. So we can't go visit and do all the ratchet things we that we would love to do. We just can't do it. So we're going to have a moment to reminisce about the uniqueness of growing up in the Pacific Northwest and some of the things that are just like, we really, really realize that like, that's some Pacific Northwest shit. It, it, <laughs> no one else does it. No one else did it. I think like one of the things you and I had talked about was just how you can tell someone's not from the Pacific Northwest. Ooh. <laughs> one of them being is if you carry around an umbrella. I, right. I never carried around an umbrella. It rained. You ain't have no umbrella. You walk fast. You walk right. between the drops. <laughs> and so usually, you know, with black women in our hair, it's like, bitch, you walked around with the rain and no nothing on my head. Now, sometimes if I have like a little leave out, we get a little creative. You put a little shower crap. It's okay. Yep. yep. Or like if I got, I found like a really cute umbrella that matches my ensemble, then I'll bring it out. But like it rains so often. Who, I'm not keeping up with this shit. I'm not, I'm not no taking one, it with me. No I'm going to leave it on the bus. Like, I, yeah. no one. And also, let's note too when we say it rains a lot, it's not always a lot of water. It's like 90%. It's misty. Of, it's, misty it's dark, you know. It's yeah, it's not. Real moist. It's not a torrential downpour like we get in the South. It's really like... Oh, no, 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 no. See, it's like a sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. Mm-hmm. See, a little, a consistent drizzle all day is different yeah. than like, it's monsooning at 3 p.m. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, that, that, mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. That, see, that, see that. now that I live here, I just don't leave the house or the workplace until right. it stops raining. <laughs> right, because we're not going to do that. Because as soon as it stops, the sun come out, the birds are chirping. Right, it's, it's warm, warm again. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> that was not. That was not the Pacific Northwest. It was cold. Mm-hmm. It was overcast with a chance of rain all the time, <laughs> every time, every damn day, just every day. And, it, and you know, it's just like okay. Another thing that we noticed, we saw a lot of. When's the last time you saw a Subaru? I cannot tell you when's the last time I saw a Subaru. I don't even think there are Subaru dealerships here. I I can't even tell you. I I don't know. I don't. I have no answers for you. Subaru the Prius. That's all I saw. Look, one thing about someone from the Pacific Northwest, they gonna have a station wagon. <laughs> we gonna have a hatchback. Something. <laughs> Why was that like the car of like... I don't know. My mama had a Subaru. I still don't understand why my mama had a Subaru. I don't get it. But you know what? It, it worked. One of the things that I really love doing when it's rainy outside in my Subaru is just, just to drive to like get teriyaki or pho. Yes. And it really upsets me and my ancestors, right? <laughs> that like I still... I have been here for over four and a half years. I, I still have not found a teriyaki spot. There isn't one. There isn't I one. I went to this Japanese place, which is like, oh, fuck it up then, right? No. Right. These people didn't even grill the meat. And I- then the sauce that they gave me was soy sauce. <gasps> and had no teriyaki sauce on it. I ain't had no teriyaki sauce on my rice. I 
cried real tears. Real tears. I cried real tears because I'm so sorry. I was getting ready for an event. My wife, we were dating at the time. She went to go. I was like, oh, I want some teriyaki. I want it so bad. It's so good. And now we this place, you know, they have good food there. They have good sushi, which obviously doesn't translate, but I guess. <sighs> she brought that home to me. I looked at it. I was like, this is not teriyaki. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, this is not teriyaki. And I, I had a whole breakdown. I've noticed that too. Cause I remember even in North Carolina, they're like, oh yeah, that's a really good teriyaki spot. It was like hibachi-esque. First and of I- all, that is not not the it's, same thing. It's not. If I can't get a little rice bowl with teriyaki and the vegetables, I don't, with the little salad, you know, the little salad with the so- But not even that though, because I feel like Seattle takes their teriyaki real serious. Oh, so course. not only do we like our teriyaki, it really is turf wars out here in these streets. It, you have your teriyaki is. spot. Like my spot, I can't tell y'all what my teriyaki spot is. Because t- if I tell y'all where my teriyaki spot is, y'all gonna be harassing them and I'm, come on tell us girl tell us i can't tell you dang bro that's crazy now there is a debate though that toshi's is the best teriyaki in seattle now i'm not gonna say it's true or false but growing up Okay, you go on Saturdays, you go to the old Boyleboro factory, which they moved, which I'm not a- appreciative of. Girl. Go go over there, get you some little sausages and your hot links. And you Yo. go across the street, get you some toshis, get you some get you some good ass teriyaki now. Now tell me <laughs> if you ever went here as a kid. On one of my field trips, we went to the fortune cookie factory. Did y'all go there? No. Oh, wow. See, that's the, see, I'm glad you brought up field trips <laughs> because we didn't talk about this before, but I really realized some of our field trips were very, very Pacific Northwest. I'll talk to my wife about some, some field trip shit. She'd be like, what are y'all talking about? I don't know. Did you ever go to the salmon hatchery in Ritten? This With the salmon fish? No, girl, but I heard it was good. <laughs> they took our asses to the river to learn about how salmon migrate from the river to the town to the ocean. So that was a thing. We saw like the, the little the little pods of eggs and stuff in the water. That was some real Northwest shit. Another real Northwest like field trip, just go just go hiking. Yes. No more specific, just yes. go hiking. And yo, we would do that and we got to make the little trail mix. Did y'all make the trail mix? We didn't know trail mix. I just got it from the Costco. <laughs> Uh, we had like our little like we had to like bring ingredients like someone brought the raisins someone brought the m&ms someone brought cashews (laughs) and we could pick them and like make our little trail mix and our asses were in there holding onto the rope like we was really going on an adventure my nigga we was going up the hill (laughs) i don't know what school y'all was at i was at the private school we like actually like ventured out into like the forest like it was in the woods like (laughs) camping and shit like overnight camp like real northwest shit that i think between the um the fortune cookie factory 
and the little hiking. That or was- or did you go to Chinatown to the Jet Li Museum? I think so. <laughs> I think we did that. Why did everybody go to the Jet Li Museum? And then we went to the EMP before they changed the name to look at. My prom was there. Really? Yes. We had a paper fashion show one year, and it was before they changed the name. And if anybody doesn't know, the EMP is now named something else. It's like Mop or something. And not Mop. <laughs> it is it's like music something something, but it's supposed to look like a Jimi Hendrix guitar that's broken. And so it always had like little exhibits and stuff you could do. And I just felt like that was the place to be. You know, that was like where it was happening when it was happening. Funny enough, I never really even visited like the original Starbucks, like the Starbucks factory until I got older. I'm not, I'm not going to do that shit. I'm not going to do that shit. It's not worth it to me. I just want to say that I went. Like I'll go around it. Yeah. I'll go to Pike Place Market and stand there. I'm not standing in the line to get in there. I'm not doing all that. (laughs) <laughs> so right it's cheap okay moving on <laughs> okay so we, before we move on past school you remember earthquake kits yes it never dawned on me that that was like a west coast thing i just thought every child had to make earthquake kits it was a normal thing because we had the earthquake drills and so you had to know <laughs> where and you know this is not funny but it's funny so i also remember you had to have you had to have your water bottle yep your um your your foil blanket yep. you'd have some like granola bars and, and like, the flashlight like, flashlight yes so this is the thing that kids being kids like i have always been like a round child i've never been small so like we had those earthquake drills and we had to like go under the desk right and hold the desk that was what we were supposed to do yeah to go under the desk hold Moving the around desk. if your ass didn't bruh when i tell you my round ass so i could only fit my head under the desk all the little skinny girls could put their whole body under there so there was another boy in the class because my butt was sticking out talking about it's gonna be a full moon tonight oh, and i no. was so sad i went home i was like mom if we have an earthquake all they're gonna be able to find is my butt because it's big and she was like well they're gonna want that big butt when you get older <laughs> I mean, they do. I can't. <laughs> I mean, all that they would have found in an earthquake was my butt. And I was very sad. But them earthquake drills were like... They came in handy in the fourth grade when we had that earthquake. When we had that big old earthquake. Listen, I was distraught. And, and I think I was asleep. It was, a, it was the one in the night. How were you asleep? No, it was the middle of the day. We were in school i remember because i don't know which one but it was the it was the big one it was the big one that had hit where they thought like the break so it was we were i remember we were in fourth grade i remember because i had my teacher mr wells and you know you we practice for this shit we've been practicing for this for years since like kindergarten right (laughs) and it's like Nothing will will prepare you for an actual earthquake because shit got real. Our teacher was like, "Oh shit!" He panicked. 
didn't even get under anything, was yelling at us to get down. And we was like, under, it felt like forever. It and felt like it forever. Yes, yeah, so we were under the desk. You're supposed to wait under your desk until yeah. the shaking stops happen. Yeah. So you, then after it stops happening, you have to get out in a single file line yep. <laughs> and wait outside away from the building because there's aftershock. Yes. So we line up and we like get out and we're in the field and they're looking because we're like, we don't know what the fuck will happen. It's going to be another earthquake. We don't know. Is the, is now St. Helens going to erupt again? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in full breakdown. So I'm like, first of all, it's an earthquake. Aww. Second of all, this wasn't a time where like there were cell phones. So it wasn't like we was going to text our anything so I'm like I'm scared because my grandma works in the Columbia Tower and I'm like she works on like the 72nd floor and I'm like the building is obviously toppled over oh my god we obviously are about to lose everybody in the building and I was I was a hot ass mess you would be the kid who thinks the worst ever is gonna happen like all the time ever is gonna happen you know I just like I just really like and I'm like, here now, I'm like, so what do we have over here? Like hurricane preparedness kits? Like, what are you putting in a hurricane? School shooting. See, now look, I couldn't be, I couldn't. I, I, y'all want me to deal with, y'all want me to deal with, with fucking earthquakes, tsunamis, because that's always an option in the Northwest. Right. And school shoot. I mean, as many white people as exist in the Pacific Northwest, there aren't really that many school shootings. Like, I haven't heard of them. You haven't heard of them. <laughs> you I haven't heard, heard of them. I haven't heard. I'm not saying they don't exist. They don't. I haven't heard. <laughs> they do. They, they exist. They, they do. Really? They were shooting up school with the little granola kids? Yes, girl. Oh, yes. that's sad. It's, it's a shame. It's a shame. But now one of the other things that's stemming from we're we're getting older. <laughs> we are. You remember like community center? You probably your mom probably didn't let you go. But community center like <laughs> dances and like high school dances and like two hundred six swim dance. I haven't hit the two hundred six swim dance in I don't know how long. First of all, the fact that you're calling it the two hundred six swim dance—that's like- what it's called. See, I know that. I know the action when I see. You it. know the dance, but it's yes. called the two hundred six swim dance. See, someone's gonna hear me and they're gonna know exactly what she's talking about. No, accurate. But what was the jam? Like, what was basically? The- it's like back in the day, used to dance. <laughs> Girls, is that tickles your feet? You know, it would be back. You know, we thought we was grown, so we was throwing it back and you know, grinding and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and so while you was doing all that, it was like, oh, you know, it was a slow, slow or a fast song. You it know, was we, you know, hitting the dance moves with you, catching it, but also vibing with you. Maybe like grab you by the waist and put their leg up. You know, real dance hall esque. It was bubble water down. You know, <laughs> it was like dance hall meets like the fizzle dance. Absolutely, I'm here for it, bitch. <laughs> that is definitely like the de- the descriptor to end all descriptors. Definitely. Yeah. Like you couldn't even like definitely. if someone was like, "Well, how do y'all dance up there?" Like there was no because I feel like down south you got little rhythm to it. Like you did the same little rhythm. There was yeah. no. You just went. 
it was real hypey, real out of just there is no rhyme or reason. Like we're just we're just turning the fuck up. Right. And oh, we ain't no we ain't bopping, but we, right. you know, we we right. we're out here getting it. Okay. We're going stupid, going dumb. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in the vein of like high school, you know, summertime fineness, just taking that slow ride around, you know, Stewart Park or Lake Washington uh, with all your windows down. Girl. Bumping all your music. You gotta stop by the music man first. Picking, <laughs> maybe get you a brisk. Okay. Right. right. Out, you know, you if you and your friends does that, get you, you some JoJo. Delicious, delicious. Right? Oh wait, before before that, can we please talk about Heaven Sent? <gasps> Not without talking about Ezels. Mm. We have to talk about the saga. Okay. So real quick, <laughs> so <laughs> the original Ezels in the in the CD. Right, I loved Ezel's growing up. It was tasty. It was delicious. So, the word on the street is that Ezel and his wife got a divorce, and so in the divorce, she got to keep the restaurant and the name. I don't know how that exactly worked out because how Ezel lose his name and all his restaurants. But you know what? We're not here to talk about that. Not about that. So Ezel opened up his new chain of chicken spots called Heaven Sent. And now if you ask me, back in the day, I would have said Ezel's. If you ask me today, mm. I'm finna say Heaven Sent. And I'm try- all I'm saying is, if Ezel make it, I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it. I heard the rumor was she could keep the restaurants, but he took the recipe. He and did. <laughs> you did. keep the restaurant, but you're gonna have to change the recipe. And <laughs> did. Because said, don't make no sense why I have a sense. When Ezel left, Ezel's chicken left. Yeah. And that was obvious. There I was- still am trying to find spot too. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna even go hold you too often. I really am still trying to find me a tender place because it's just not, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. I I really, I, you know, and I'll give you that. I feel like there's a lot of substitutes, but it's just not the same. Yeah. It, like Cane's is okay. I don't even got a Cane's here, but Cane's is delicious, but it ain't touching no heaven scent. Oh, not at all. Because we it got Hattie B's. Hattie B's is good. But it's not heaven sent. Right. You know? And now Oprah, when she said Ezel was her favorite chicken, Ezel made the chicken. All I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. Hello. I'm just saying. Now, I'm looking at this because I have to bring thing. The bubble tea. Now, I need my bubble tea. Yeah. I need my pho. I need my Korean barbecue. Okay, Korean all barbecue. that. All, all that. Like, all it. of that shit. The, the way but we look. have range of food, the taco trucks. The range. The <laughs> range. It's giving. The Ethiopian it's giving. food. 
because listen ain't no injera what's that spot in the cd and off of cherry oh it was so good i can't help you because the only thing i miss off of cherry which they moved is catfish corner but <laughs> they pulled that thing every two days, goddamn. <laughs> look, they they I I I think my mother has said they finally got it together, but you know, Girl, look, listen. if you don't still cook the same, it, it don't matter to me. I'll meet you where you at, homie. That's right. But no, one of the one of the last things on this like real Pacific <laughs> Northwest shit we have to talk about. What is it, girl? Before we dip into our Caucasian tendencies, before we get to this. On on the on the on the still train of like the dancing and the food and the drink, we have to tell people how we party. Yeah, because I feel like nobody really like people kind of like they have their little pre gathering, but they people don't really do us. it like we do it. Okay, playing us like we can't really be out here. Like we, we know how to party. Our clubs may close at one thirty, but we ain't getting home till five. <laughs> <laughs> So look, we 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 see we do a thing here called the pre-funk, and we, we we explained that in the first episode, but let's re-explain it to them. What, 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 what is a pre-funk? What that is? So you know, you which you you about to go out mm-hmm. before you can go out, you're already dressed, right? Right. Saturday, come to the pre-funk dressed, bitch. Dressed, you're already dressed. <laughs> you go and it's say it's a Saturday. You're with your girls. You go to the pre-funk, right? Mm-hmm. Now you might get there. What time you really get there? Like eight? I mean, like, yeah. Eight. Well, it depends on where you're going. Because if you're going to like a house party, you don't want to pull up to the house party at like 10. So the pre-funk may start at 10. Right. right. So about from eight to eight, eight to 10:30 is like pre-funk hours. Right. Because <laughs> if you're trying to go to the club. You might have to leave a little. You gotta earlier. get there. You gotta get there because it's gonna. It's if one thing about the club. It's gonna close down at one fifteen. Right. Last call is at twelve thirty. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you Which is whack, but you know. So you get to the pre-funk. You're dressed, and that's basically you know you drinking, you're vibing. That's when you get the connects. You get the numbers. Okay. You rapping. You over here turning up, getting all warmed up for the dancing. You know, warming right. up your back. You might have, you know, some drink, some smoke, you know, that's when you're really, you know, feeling yourself and you look good because you're about to go out. Now, depending on where you're going, there might be a second pre-funk. Right. The secondary location before the location location. Right. And typically this is somebody who's going to come with y'all that you usually have to pick them up. And the incentive for picking them up is you're going to turn up and pre-funk again. Right. So I got, be- I got libations. You trying to come over and take right. a shot? Come on, bro. I got some stuff. Like come through, get me. All right, all right let's go. We're going to go to the second spot. Now, if I was going to like Cap Hill, you know, something like that, I was definitely hitting up a second pre-funk because, again, like... You got to time your entrance right. You want to be there fashionably late, but not late to where you got to pay to get in to be there for five minutes. Exactly. There was really an art to all of this. Mm -hmm. There was an art to all of this. So after the secondary optional pre-funk, tell me what happens. So then it's time to party. So either we're going to the club, which means we're like, you know, Cap Hill, Belltown, 
you know, we may have to go up to Queen Anne if we're feeling very, you know, Caucasian. Wow. Um, or if we're doing some hood shit, renting. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> might get shot, but we might, we, we gonna have a good time, you know? <laughs> we're there. Right. So, you know, we party, you know, party hard, you know, get more drunk there, might take a trip to the car, who knows? But see, then this is this is the part that really that really partying is great and everything. But see, the let out. That's it. The parking lot pimping. That's not it. only okay. So parking lot pimping. So depending on where you are, you know, we let out the club. You know, you see everything with the lights on. Yeah. You know, make sure that's yeah. what you was grinding on. What you was grinding on. Right. <laughs> Gives you All another right. opportunity to get some okay. Numbers. Now we're now we're in the light, and if you know, you know, in the in the northwest, it's cold outside. Yes. So you know, when we get outside, we're cooling down. Yes. The glisten is going away. Our makeup is resettling. Yes. You know. And so the we're fun, cute. The <laughs> fact that I like about the let out in the Northwest is the police were there, but they didn't really mess with you. Oh, chilling. <laughs> ain't anybody gotta go nowhere. We're chilling. Yeah, like, if you don't want to move, you ain't gotta move. You really right? are posted up. Right. You're really posted up. Posted. Truthfully. And so sometimes, you know, there's two ways this can go. Either we're parking lot pipping, I'm getting me a sausage. Hello, Seattle dog. From the sausage truck. Okay, yes. if, you, if you don't know about the sausage truck, you probably ain't from the Northwest, homie. Get you, get get you, you a sausage. With the cream cheese. With, I don't want that. You don't want the Seattle dog? I don't want, I don't, I don't want no cream cheese on my shit. I want me a sausage with some grilled peppers, onions, and some barbecue sauce. Oh, I gotta get a Seattle dog with the cream cheese, the jalapenos. I don't want with, it. With the hot link. Not the, you know, it gotta be. Okay, that. I'll take a hot link. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. So after we get us a little sausage, you know, make a make a little friend, you know, a little dance with your friend, you know, whatever. <laughs> Meet you a little nice little something, you know. If it's like, you know, you know, July to the, December, you might catch you a little Seahawk. Who knows? You don't. Um, you don't know because they post. Don't know they be out there. So <laughs> then, if you like, really don't want to go home, this is where we. This is the secondary Seattle shit right right get you a sausage maybe if you're real hungry if not we either heading it to the hookah spot yep or we heading it to chinatown and yep. we having us a nice meal honey yes a so sick, i feel like you have to like whatever you whatever you're doing you're leaving the club to go to chinatown that's it you're gonna you get hookah up. are you getting some duck Wh- which one do you want what do you what do you want but you're gonna go and parlay again right. like the night doesn't just end because the club is done right because it's like it's like what what vibe do you want do you want to like go turn up secondarily and see the niggas you saw at the club again you might want to choose hookah if you just want to chill with your friends and you know calm yes. down sober up a little bit oh. go get you some chinese food get you some of that and there was oh. options because options. we didn't have like drive suits that were open late you know what I'm saying? There was no cookout. You had to sit look. There, there was Jack in the Crack or Dicks. I don't like Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's one thing about I don't. I I can't. I just. It's I never like been you. good to me. I like. I the just. Shakes. I like the shakes. I mean, you can't fuck up a shake too bad. I just never down with their food. I just can't. I can't. Yeah, because the crack to me was hitting. Especially the one off of Rainier, because you didn't know who was getting shot. So (laughs) who was cooking? 
How many? You have to go to the one, and you have to go to either of the ones in written because yeah, that one, that yeah. one just drive through that used to be a, a walk-in restaurant that wasn't a walk-in <laughs> restaurant no more because everyone kept getting a shot. Yes. <laughs> wow, memories. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just feel like growing up in the Northwest, like we have these individualized experiences, and I think one of those individual experiences just growing up with Caucasian tendencies yes and we didn't notice that they're Caucasian tendencies until we just thought that. they were normal we thought they were normal <laughs> I would definitely say one of mine and I didn't know this was some white people shit until someone called me out like why you keep saying that so like you know whenever you get somewhere and you get there right before it's busy and <laughs> No one else says is. I was like, oh wow, we got here just in time. Just that's in great. Time. Just in time. That's great. They're like, girl, that's the white people shit. If you get there, you get there. <laughs> I feel like for me, like I'm very notorious for a knock knock if the door is already open. <laughs> like, and not not even just a knock knock, but like the actual motion in the air. <laughs> Knock, knock. It's me. How about how you dressed? Because I definitely wore socks with my Birkenstocks growing up. And I didn't know that was frowned upon. I thought it was. I didn't, I didn't wear Birkenstocks growing up, but I definitely wore socks with my jellies. Girl. Girl. We'll also say like again me being in private school in choir like uh, that didn't help it didn't help being on color guard didn't help like <laughs> didn't, didn't help. having predominantly white friends like I mean I feel like all favorite movies are white movies I mean there were some good movies especially when growing up bring it on mm -hmm. classic legally blonde bring it on classic. legally blonde Talladega Nights <laughs> I know what you mean, <laughs> Look, quality content. Quality, quality content. content. I will say I also named my dog after a Starbucks drink, but you know. You and this long ass name for your dog. He has a title, okay? That's more than I can say for some people. <laughs> wow, Shady Brigade. <laughs> brigade a little bit she what else i can't even think of anything else i i probably i i feel like there are more things that someone would consider caucasian tendencies but it's like i don't probably don't even realize it's a caucasian tendency because it was <laughs> natural yeah it's just like that's how that's what i grew up around what do you expect from me right like there were also some things that were specific to the 90s like i would always have a little side ponytail like I would kill a side ponytail with the swoop, with the swoop that started. I had to have me some crochet braids. I love oh. crochet braids. The crochet braids with the it was like the braids that were like curled. You remember those? <laughs> I love that hairstyle. Why did you? Why? I don't know. I because you used to. I I, I I still carried that into like. 19 i <sighs> wow 
yeah, no. You Speaking can't. of, do you remember leaving church to go to Mid K? Yes. Mid K doesn't even exist anymore, and I'm yes. sad. Listen, Mid K was it, okay? You and got, in living color, like look. Listen, you got hair braided, the hair itself, and if you're lucky, they had a little plate for you in the back for some Chinese food, like. It was a one-stop shop. It was $100 for everything. You got the hair, it braided, and some fried rice. I just, I want to go home. <laughs> but it's like, if I went home, there'd be nothing to do because it's, it's, it's... Because they actually care about their constituents and they close stuff down. And they're not wide open like Florida and Georgia. Listen... I can't wait to get this vaccine so I can raw dog the air again. I'll probably raw still wear a mask because I'm a Republican, but yeah. Get out of here. Let's, <laughs> with, that, with that, with that, let's dip into the soul food. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. All right, y'all. Let's let's get into this soul food section. What you got for us? Some chicken noodle soup for the soul. Hey, do you also remember like the different variations of chicken noodle soup? <laughs> was it also a Northwest thing or was that an everybody thing? We will never know. We will never know. <laughs> so I will just say, you know, I just loved reminiscing. And I've moved around, I mean, significantly in the last, you know, 30 years of my life. Home is really just where your heart is and where your memories are. Like, you can create a home for yourself, and it's in multiple places. I think sometimes we feel like, you know, I've seen a lot of my friends move, and it's like they move for something, and they just don't get what they really think that they want to get, where they go to. And it's just like, you create the home. You moving somewhere doesn't make the home, you make the home. So I know we're young, you know, we're going through a lot. Hold tight those memories or create new ones where you are. But home is really just where your love is, where your heart is, and where you make it. And that's okay. Yes, 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 yes. I'll just say real quick, fast, in a hurry, just be true to yourself. And when I say be true to yourself, acknowledge where you've been, accept and embrace where you are now and create the best future for yourself. So in your quest of moving forward, just like we did now, look back and look at all of the amazing things and have a laugh, reminisce and love it. And just know that just because that's where you've been doesn't mean that's where you have to go. Mm. but that in that quest you can always be true to yourself always yes. all right y'all thanks again for hanging out with us he, he, he. Yes. please remember to like and subscribe turn on the notification bell if you're listening on youtube and comment with us, engage with us, follow us on Instagram, on all of our handles, Seattleites in the South. Next week, we're going to be talking about 
whites in the Pacific Northwest versus the ones in the South. So wow, 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 wow. <laughs> every Thursday. And you know what it is, y'all. Peace, love, and all the above. Bye, y'all.